0: hey there i'm sophie dalton life and business coach and head soulful warrior on a mission to help ambitious souls like yourself live a life more connected to their truth in today's world it's easy to see to see so many people suffering from frustration dissatisfaction addiction anxiety depression plateaued success and just generally feeling out of place in their lives It's my mission to show that these are all symptoms leading back to one cause, the degree to which people are living their truth. In this podcast, we go deep with industry experts, millionaires, wellness warriors, and my own personal stories to mine the truths that help us all live a powerfully soulful life. I hope you enjoy the episode and don't forget to give us a review, share it with your best friends, workplace or clients so that we can all heal together and remember who we are. So much love to you. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Melissa, welcome to the Soulful Warrior podcast. I'm so excited to have you here and everybody that's listening. I cannot wait for Melissa to show us all of her incredible personal and business (laughs) wisdom. She is an online business coach for women in the fitness industry. Melissa, do you mind introducing to us your brand and what it is you and your business stands for?
1: Yes. Hello audience. Thank you guys for having me here. So my name is Melissa Lynn. I'm an online business coach specifically for health, wellness, and fitness coaches for now. We're always evolving, but that is my expertise and basically what i want to do is just empower and impact a million women and more to help them basically get out of their trap and what they feel stuck in in their lives they can create that freedom that they're wanting to create so that's my mission i am on my way there it's rocking and rolling and i can't wait to dive into this episode with you so can you
0: you have an incredibly inspiring story about your initial leap, your decision to start your business and the life that you were leaving behind. Can you tell us where you were at and, and why you, you made that, that choice in the first place? Yeah. So
1: should I just start at the beginning and go through Please. everything? Oh yes. my goodness. Okay. Here we go. So I was born July 25th, fifth, I'm just kidding. but. <laughs> Um, no, so- I want I want your birth weight. I
0: want <laughs>
1: <laughs> everything. But um, it's really interesting, actually. So I am actually half Chinese. So I grew up um, basically not being told what to do. But my path was pretty set for me. So growing up, my grandparents—they came over from Hong Kong. They spoke no English, and this sounds ridiculous, but they knew a few words then. And- Two of those words were doctor and husband, I kid you not, doctor and husband, so I couldn't handle the blood, I tried throughout high school, they settled with engineer, so I actually went into college, I got my engineering degree, I was a chemical engineer, and I worked in the force, um, the force, I worked in my nine-to-five in different manufacturing worlds for about five or six years, and something just felt off, you know, I your audience can't see me, but I'm starting to like fill my bubble. I've got all these big dreams that I want to accomplish. I want to give back to the world. I want to fund charities. I want to start my own charities. I want to travel six months out of the year. I want to just give back to my community. My bubble, my dream bubble is getting bigger and bigger and bigger as I speak. But my nine to five was a small little bubble that wasn't really changing. And I wasn't impacting the world the way I was wanted to impact. And I decided I had one of two options. Either I start to shrink my dream bubble, which was pretty big at this point, or do something different about my nine to five bubble. So I chose to do something different about my nine to five bubble. And what happened was I was in this time in my life where I was really getting into fitness. I was doing a lot of bikini competitions, that was like my life. And I started coaching. I was like, you know what? People are doing this. I can see on Instagram. This was like before stories were a thing. This was like way, this is before I think even live was a thing, Instagram (laughs) live, but definitely back in the day. And I started just pulling stuff out of my butt and I just started coaching. And I was like, okay, this is happening. And I started helping people (laughs) and just the, the feeling that you get when you help impact someone's life, that's something I could never get in my nine to five. And that's what I wanted to start to drive more towards. So I did that for quite a few years. There's a whole ton that goes into that whole train wreck that turned and blossomed into something incredible. I'm sure we all know the entrepreneur roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And then I transitioned about 16 months ago to business coaching. I just felt a pull towards business and I was so obsessed with it. I was, I was really close to going to get my MBA really happy. I didn't, um, because I'm living it right now, but that like in a gist is kind of my story and making that shift, just that first jump from being an engineer to starting my own business. It was terrifying. I was afraid to tell anybody. My family had no idea. My friends kind of knew, but it was more of just kind of playing around with it, helping people here and there. No one ever saw it as a full time thing. And because of that, I was afraid to talk about it. It was really, really difficult. And the one the the few things that really helpful was just having a very supportive partner in it. That was absolutely incredible. But the thing that really pushed me was like once I did decide I was going to leave my nine to five. I kept, all of these excuses kept coming up. Okay, you know, my boyfriend and I, we sat down, we need this much saved up before you can make the jump. Okay, I got to that point pretty quick and we're telling each other, okay, let's just save a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And what really pushed me was having an outside perspective. I sat down with other people in the room that were where I wanted to go they had the lifestyle I wanted. They had the business I was striving to create. And I asked them for their advice. And they looked at me and they're like, Melissa, what in the world are you doing? Why are you still in your nine to five? Like what is holding you back? And it was just myself. And in that moment, I had to realize that, yes, I'm absolutely terrified, probably going to pee my pants when I jump, but I need to jump anyways, even though I'm terrified I can't just sit here being here in my nine to five, not in my full potential. And that's really what helped push me past. I'm not even going to say past that fear, but maybe kind of slowly walking through the fear, not even jumping past it. But that was really the big thing of kind of having someone shake me a little bit like Melissa, what are you doing? Go for it. Because um, my entire life, I was told not to. Right? The traditional route is the, the only route. Is what most of us are taught. So, that's that's my answer to your question.
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm so glad that you finished with that that kind of that explanation of the the impact that the mentors had for you. Because th- that's that's what I'm hearing in the the first part of your story. Is this question? Like, what? Just from my own experience. It, what, I'm wondering what gave you the confidence to claim what you really wanted and to start going after it? Because Mm -hmm. here you are, you're, you're a young woman in your professional life. And I'm sure that, that no matter how many accolades you had, you know, there's like the, the next bench, the next goal for you to be hitting Mm -hmm. in your, in, in that like straight and narrow path. And so like for the people that, that have, that are ambitious, especially ambitious women that have done the work to check off these boxes Mm -hmm. and their life looks so lucky and awesome from the outside. And like you're, you know, you have things going Mm -hmm. for you, all this stuff that your family is like, no, you're, you're got it. You good. Because they did, they put all this effort in to get you where you're at then to have the ovaries to choose something different. That is huge.
1: Yeah. And I think for me, for the first time in my life, I, I sat there alone and I just listened to my intuition I just listened to what my head was telling me and I listened to felt what my body was telling me and that was really what helped me kind of have that push and I think so many of us are so comfortable in complacency and familiarity where we don't want to take that jump and I looked around me at even like my mentor At my nine to five job, the lifestyle that he had was working like crazy, 70 hour weeks and didn't have the relationship that I wanted didn't have all of this. And I just felt a little empty knowing that's kind of what was next for me. I was like, you know what? I can't keep doing this. I can't keep just spinning in the same circle um, because that's not what I want. That's not the lifestyle I want. I have to do something different. And it was absolutely terrifying, but I had to just listen to my, my intuition and just go after what I wanted, no matter what, because everything I had done to that point was awesome. looked great on paper. People thought I was absolutely insane. I still just a few months ago, one of my college colleagues reached out to me and told me like he didn't support me still after achieving multi six figures and all of this stuff. And there's always going to be people to try and hold you back. And that's their own insecurities and their own like things they're going through, of course. But you've got to listen to yourself and you've got to do what's going to be best for you because life is short and we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And so we, we need to go and go after what our full potential is really like pulling us towards.
0: I, I, so, this, so this person, just hold on, this person <laughs> reached out to you that you went to college with and was dismissive or like put you down?
1: Um, he just said he didn't support what I had done. He said like, Melissa, I think you're absolutely crazy for leaving your engineering job. Like it was incredible. Like so many people would like kill to have that job that you had. I don't support you with your business that you created this and that. So that was about six months ago. And yeah, like my response was like, thank you for your opinion. He's entitled to have his opinion. Like that's your opinion. And that was about it. Like, thank you, like for sharing. Um, wow. Yeah, it it took me years to be able to give that kind of feedback to somebody. Like, mm-hmm. if if this was for, if this was like five or six years ago, and someone had said that, I'm such a people pleaser. I would have been like, okay, you're right. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. You're right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You're> right. Like, <laughs> oh no,
0: they saw me for what I really am. Like. <laughs> Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. And you know, you know, what's crazy is that same person. um, He actually reached out to me pretty recently, like the last few weeks, expressing how unhappy he is in his job and how unhappy he is in his life and actually told me how much he admired the leap that I took and the risk that I took and, you know, really flipped it around and kind that it was something that he had to work through right not not me and so that was kind of cool to have that conversation um with that friend like after taking that time to kind of process I guess
0: yes I that's so like there's just so much truth in that and, and that that brings us back to what you said of looking for inspiration and listening like discerning who you listen to mm-hmm. by whether or not you want their life mm-hmm. so like if this person was a truly deeply spiritually satisfied happy person and they had this reading on you like like that for me would really cause me to to stop Mm -hmm. but like that that's been a huge tool in working through my own people pleasing is like when when my aunts and uncles tell me to to get a real job you know, a quote unquote real job, even though, even when I tell them like, guys, I'm making just, I'm making more money than if I were having that real, you know, the real job. And they tell me like, oh, but we just want you to have this experience. Like there, there's no logical argument that I can actually engage in them with. It's, uh-huh.
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and it's not like no matter how much I love them and I appreciate them and I look up to them for maybe relationship advice or health advice or these things for career advice and lifestyle and also designing those things in today's age of opportunity, like mm-hmm. they're, they're not my role models in that specific area. So right. as much as I love them, like even with the people closest to, the, to us, we can have deep love and, and listening comp- like compassion and listening to, again, their opinions without like, while still being true to ourselves, but that balance is really hard to to figure out for yourself.
1: Yeah, it's really hard. And I want to say it it was a few years ago. I think one of the hardest things for me was kind of having that same realization, but with my family, you know, I love my mom. I love my dad. They brought me into this world, but kind of getting that permission slip for them was so important for so long in my life. And I had to let that go you know, a few years ago when I made this jump, because it's, it's not about them. It's about me and everything I want to accomplish, um, whether they approve or not. And I think that was probably the hardest was just having that happen and just trying to move through that with them.
0: Yes. Because whether it's like, whether it's our family or how we show up online, like the, our biggest insecurities are, I like to think about it as that I'm, I'm going to show up to disprove these insecurities to myself Mm -hmm. and to my dad who thinks that it can't work to truly be yourself online and make money. Right. Like, like we, we get to lovingly show up, not to prove them wrong necessarily, but to demonstrate that their limiting beliefs aren't truth.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that we get to actually rewrite those, right? We get to rewrite those stories.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you've also spoken about
0: like in your journey with your business comparisonitis of, of you know, comparing yourself in your business journey and your fitness journey. To other people and, and where their market. Mm-hmm. Everybody's obviously, especially if you're selling something, you're selling in showcasing your best result. And mm-hmm. then if you're only seeing, it's like it's like I don't know. It's like have the highlight reel on drugs because you're also selling yourself. <laughs> <job>. uh-huh. <laughs> so, what is your what has been your your mindset process behind like releasing yourself from comparisonitis?
1: I love this question so much because everybody goes through this and it's not something, it's not like a one and done. It's not like you hit comparisonitis once and you're like, okay, I got it. I conquered you. I'm never going to see you again that's not the case. It's it is going to happen like in every version and level of your business multiple times. You just have to be very aware of it. And I think some of the first time, the first time I really, really dealt with it was the beginning of my fitness coaching business years ago when I was first starting. And all I would do was I would scroll social media and just compare myself constantly to the other coaches oh wow, like she looks great, like she looks fabulous. I can't start coaching until I lose 10 pounds. She has so many followers. I can't even begin to put a program out until I have that many followers. I, you know, can't charge as much as she does. She has more followers. She's the one who deserves all of the clients before me. You know, it's all of these things are going through our heads. And I think that the big thing that really helps me with my mindset is seeing that everything and just realizing that all of those things I was telling myself like inside what they were all stories they were all stories that I was making up that weren't fact they weren't written in stone anywhere I was able to rewrite them and at the end of the day me creating these stories isn't helping people and it's not helping me with my long-term vision and my long-term goals of impacting this world. And that's really what helped me with that mindset shift. And I really just have to get back to that anytime I start to see and feel myself doing that, because it still happens from time to time. You go through stories, you see your friends. A lot of my friends are coaches. I still compare myself here and there at any time. I just have that feeling because we know what that feeling is like that pit stomach kind of feeling and then your head starts to spin like, Oh, I need to do this too. That's when I automatically I'm like, okay, I shut my phone off. I'm like, I need to stop comparing myself and get into creation mode instead of consuming mode. So there's, that was kind of a lot of different things, but it's really realizing that they're all stories that none of them are fact and that we get to rewrite those stories. And there's only one you you know the person that you're looking at and comparing yourself to yeah i'm sure they're incredible they're an incredible person incredible human being they bring great things but they don't bring what you bring right you're going to have a different energy you're going to have a different uh personality and thing to bring to their business or to their health and fitness journey whatever it may be than the person you're comparing yourselves to so we just have to remember there's only one us right there's only one melissa only one sophie and there's really no reason to be comparing ourselves to other people.
0: Oh my gosh, so many bullet points <laughs> like in there. The first thing that I want to thank you for though is is noting that this really started with your body because when I started my business, I was in what I now recognize was an eating disorder which is probably, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll probably always have like triggering around that. But, Mm -hmm. but it really, it's, even though I wasn't doing any sort of fitness coaching, it stopped me from posting pictures of myself. It stopped me from confidently talking about, about who I was and what I could do. It just like, and and related to how you said earlier that you made your decision based on what felt best in your body, like Mm -hmm. when, wherever we're in, well, the Parasitis is going to strike in our biggest areas of weakness. So like if it's body or money or, um, approval, whatever it is, like, that's where we're going to wrestle with it. And so we can yeah. either go down this like deep, dark rabbit hole of like, you know, n- 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 never thinking that you're enough unless you have the 20 pack of that one girl with hundred million followers. <laughs> um, or it can be like this, or it can be, this is where spirituality comes into play for me because it like or we can engage with it as this constant joyful mindfulness practice of like mm-hmm. oh my gosh yay woohoo I'm feeling anxiety again <laughs> that means that I'm expanding
1: yeah oh incredible I love the way you put that 100 percent.
0: and that kind of like that very conveniently brings us full circle because another question I wanted to ask you was Uh, like after we've talked about the fearlessness that you harnessed in that initial leap that you took Mm -hmm. how
1: because it's been it's been two and a half or three years I think since then um I started my I started coaching as a fitness coach back in 2014 and I did it on the side I didn't leave I didn't end up leaving my job until early 2018 okay so it's yeah almost two years
0: ish Mm -hmm. almost So like from, from that moment, it's not like you, just like you said with comparisonitis, it's not like you're, you decide to be brave in one instance and then you're Mm -hmm. brave for the rest of your life. So what's your process of, of coming, like harnessing your fearlessness or working with your fear as you continue to grow your business?
1: Mm, I love this question. So I'm, I'm pretty in tune with my body when it comes to a few feelings and fear is definitely one of them. And there's so many, I was chatting with um, one of my clients about this today, the different like types of fears. And this is going to be such a weird comparison, but there's like the type of fear where you want to like vomit everywhere and like go and run and jump off a bridge. There's a type of fear where you just want to like pee your pants. Like there's different, I guess, amounts of fear, but anytime I start to have like that feeling, I actually go after it. I'm like, okay, this thing is scaring the crap out of me. That means this is going to help challenge me. This is going to help me either get to that next level or I'm going to learn something incredible from it. And so it really helps get me out of my comfort zone. So now I actually run towards it, which sounds crazy to some people. I'm sure you're going to understand this, but I run towards it because I know that's what I need most because I haven't yet hit what's on the other side of that fear that's been holding me back for so long. So I run fast towards it.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. That's, I was actually listening to, um, maybe you know Marissa Peer, the hypnosis oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. expert lady. Well, if, if anybody doesn't know her, please go look her up. She's amazing. But um, she was saying that with her most successful clients, the commonality that she notices amongst all types of of like huge, Huge successes, whether it's money or fame or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, is that those people go straight into the thing that they don't want to do, and they practice that flexing of of no, I am the kind of person that can do this, and and that like that. I mean, I I must have read that motivational quote like wake up and do the hard thing, but. A hundred times, you know, I've like, I'm sure I've seen it on a bunch of motivational posters, but it's totally different when you actually, just like you're saying, when you feel it and understand it in your body because you're practicing it and you're experiencing it.
1: Yeah, totally. 100%. It's, yeah, I love that. And it's, oh, I was going to say something about fear, but you know, it, there, we all know like fear is just something that our body our body is trying to protect us, you know, from getting out of that comfortable zone. And we just have to tell our bodies like, it's okay. I'm a big girl. I can handle this. I've got to go after it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Like, like, and that's for me, that's, that's come into play recently with manifesting because when I was like, when I was first trying to understand what all these, like, hippie chicks online were talking about with manifesting, <laughs> I was like, what? Literally, what do they, I wanted to, like, grab their faces through the monitor and be like, what do you actually mean when you say, feel it as if it's already here? Yeah, <laughs> But, you know, when you're just like, okay, I'm, like, so down, and I really want to be here and, like, pay to play, but, like, please explain. <laughs> um, and there are amazing people that do do that, but yes, it is. It, yes it clicked for me in a new way recently that, that if I understand like, okay, with my next money goal, mm-hmm. like specifically for me, the next 30 K that's coming in, um, what, what is, what is the feeling that I most want that I'm most excited for with, mm-hmm. I, when that's like, actually the material of that is actually going to happen. And yeah. if I can now, like without that, coming in or without any proof that that's happening at a guaranteed date, how can I cultivate that feeling just with myself and with nothing else other than myself?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's incredible what like starting to do that work so that you know what that actually feels like. Um, just because I know for myself, for example, I am always in my masculine. I re- very rarely until maybe this year, a little uh, maybe like last fall, like I just started to tap into my feminine a tiny bit. I'm doing a little bit more and more each day, but it's really difficult to really understand like what that means until you sit, you have to sit alone by yourself and actually do it and actually sit and allow mm. allowed and actually feel, um, mm. with no distractions I thought it was completely crazy. I thought, uh, I remember when I first heard about like manifesting your, you know, ideal client and your partner and all this stuff. I was like, I I rolled my eyes. I was like, oh my goodness, this is so no, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I absolutely like love it. And it's, it's so real. And it just, I, I can't see my life without doing that every single day yeah and I, I love that you say that you have to actually do it
0: because I I prided myself like I imagine you as as like a superhero engineer was or is mm-hmm. I prided myself on my intellectualism like being a smart person mm-hmm. yeah so when I got into personal development I was like I'm gonna read a thousand books uh, and I'm gonna be enlightened and everything's gonna be great forever <laughs> but but I wasn't actually doing the freaking work of getting quiet and listening and then, and practicing trusting myself. Mm-hmm. And so like what you say, it, it is, it's so much, it's, it's really in the simple medicine, but it's in the doing it.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's hard and it's scary because so much can happen that first time, the second time, the third time, Like you might cry, you might scream, like who knows, but like you have you have to do it and just like feel and let your body because if not it's almost like an open loop it's like oh it's almost an open loop constantly going on if you don't sit down and actually start to do some of that stuff Mm.
0: so with your with this awesome offer and your specialty in writing captions what is like i'm you have the the caption capsule offer Mm -hmm. right now but what is actually happening like with the people like with this actual doing you know Mm -hmm. that we're talking about in business what what does that mean when somebody can write powerful captions that that relates to their audience
1: yeah writing powerful captions is so important you know at the end of the day selling is all about human connection it's really, you know, people buy things for one of two reasons, either to get closer to pleasure or further away from pain. And if we're able to speak to people in our captions, we're going to really build a relate to them. And it's not just to sell to them, but it's also to be able to connect with them at a human level, right? You are the future version of your ideal client. You are where they want to be. So we need to share our stories with them. We need to share our struggles, our mistakes, so they can see there's light at the end of the tunnel. They can see it doesn't have to be this way. So it's, you know, your captions, it's not just to sell, but it's also to help give your potential clients, your audience hope and see that future possibility of what life could be, right? Like there's so much more. To captions then just to give out tips and a call to action at the end. There's emotions and all this other stuff that goes into play.
0: Oh man that's so good especially as we were just talking about the balance of masculine and feminine because you can be too like too uh, not aggressive but logical in in your your tips and things like this or you can be on the complete opposite end and and be like just vomit vulnerability everywhere and then be like why isn't anyone buying from me (laughs) so in Ah. in your communication you have to have like it's it is a formula or just like like why not put yourself in the safety of having a formula that helps Mm -hmm. you work through that combination of masculine and feminine so that you're Mm -hmm. you're trusted in that you're giving information that people like but also um you're liked because you're you're not
1: just a robot Yeah, that's incredible. I'm so happy you brought that up because I want to share a little bit about something I went through recently. You know, we are all, most of us, like in your audience and a lot of people in this industry, we're coaches. We want to teach other people things. And because of that, like we want to just give, give, give all the tips, all the educational tips. And what my brain has always triggered me to do is give out all of the expert tips, everything so that you can get that like no trust factor. But because of that, I was shutting off my vulnerability side. I was not showing that feminine side that you're just talking about with my audience. So my, my audience, I would say like even pretty recently, like six to 10 months ago, probably could not have told me what my favorite food was. They probably couldn't have given me something that was going to make me laugh. They didn't know enough of like me because I was just shooting out so many business tips And I told myself a story that the only way I could make income was by giving business tips and educational things and value when in reality, my new story that I Tell myself now is I will make more income. I will impact more people by sharing Melissa. And by sharing things about me and kind of adding more of that feminine into my content. So it's, and that's exactly what's happened. So we need to have a good mixture of both in our content.
0: I love that. And I love that we now know that that transition kind of happened with your coming into owning your femininity.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just the beginning.
0: Yeah. Yay. So, so we know about the caption capsule, but where can, where can people find it, you know, why do they need it right now and where can they follow you?
1: Yes, so the caption capsule, uh, for those of you that don't know, it's the number one tool out there to create captions that sell and also connect with your audience to get more engagement so people can actually, will actually stop the scroll when they see your content because if they're not stopping if they're not reading if they're not being caught by that awesome headline they're not going to see the goodies inside your post and then they're not going to see that call to action so the entire like formula for captions is incredible but what i have inside said a caption capsule is about 10 different categories of types of content so educational posts uh, polarizing posts storytelling lifestyles imitation Pain and pleasure points with like dozens and dozens of headlines. I have almost I think there's almost 200 headlines inside to choose from, based off of what content you want to put out there, based off of what bucket you want to pull from, and over 60 different call to actions to choose from as well. So it really helps put your caption together for you. And then you just fill in the blank with the goodies. So you can find it at themelissalyn.com and it's L-I-N. And then also I've always got everything on my social media and my Instagram handle is at the Melissa Lynn.
0: Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine what having 60 call to actions at your fingertips would do because that's <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that that alone could be totally game changing for your business. So obviously go at least investigate what Melissa has to offer you, but thank you so much, Melissa for coming on the soulful warrior podcast. I'm so excited. And and for anyone, we didn't say this in the beginning, but we're from the same city, so yeah. I'm really excited to hopefully meet you in person soon.
1: Oh yes, it's gonna happen. I w- We we were trying to make it happen before the podcast, but schedules are busy, but it will happen very very okay. soon. Which I'll- is so <laughs>
0: good because like all of this. I mean, as amazing as the internet is, there's nothing that replaces face to face.
1: Oh no, and it's it's so funny, and we'll chat about this more like offline, um, off of this, but it's really hard. I've been striving so long to find people in like my area. I typically travel outside of state just to... Mm find people and meet them in person so if there's ever someone in my area I like run towards them as fast as I can so I can go and squeeze them
0: yeah we'll we'll have to do like like a workout business brainstorming combo like something super nerdy like that I love it okay well obviously go follow Melissa Lynn and we'll put all the links to to everything that you mentioned in the show notes and thanks again I hope to speak with you
1: soon Yeah, thank you all. Thank you so much for having me, Sophie.
0: And it's so much fun. Goodbye. Hey there, my wonderful, soulful warrior. I so hope that you enjoyed listening to that conversation because recording them and creating these podcasts is absolutely one of my favorite things to do. It's a huge part of my purpose to share these messages, share these conversations so that we can all become a little more soulful together. But before you go, I need you to know that there's an opportunity to work with me one-on-one. If you are feeling dissatisfied or if you're noticing yourself get stuck knowing what you need to do and just not being able to take the action steps to make it happen. If you're getting stuck in analysis paralysis and anxiety about whether or not it will all work out. If you're coming up with a million reasons and to-do lists of things you need to do before you can actually take action on what you need to do. If you're busy in action and never seeing results, if you notice yourself getting short with your family because you're so stressed out trying to make things happen in your personal or professional life, if you've been sacrificing your health and fitness as an effort in an effort to get more done only to not make any progress, if you're tired of putting everyone else before yourself and never getting to a point where you can actually feel the way that you wanna feel, if you feel completely unseen by your coworkers, clients, followers, partner, or even family, and want to finally be recognized for who you are. If you see yourself headed towards burnout, divorce, business failure, an unhealthy relationship with your children or friends, or any other form of self sabotage. Or if you've started to notice that no matter how much you accomplish on the outside and how great things look on the outside, it doesn't change how you feel on the inside, then I am here for you. It is time for you to change things and finally feel seen so that you can create a life that lights you up and enables you to finally be the person that you want to be. Don't let yourself stay small in a business, career, relationship, or personal life that makes you feel unseen for who you actually are. You are meant to feel confident in your skin and radiant in who you are. It's time for you to remember the essence of what you're meant to be. And it's my superpower to help see you for your truth and then give you the loving kick in the bum required to become that person that you most want to be. I love you and I'm so excited to guide you into the full realization of your greatness. Email me at sophie at excellence.com for private coaching inquiries. Private coaching inquiries. (laughs) The link is in this podcast description. And remember that it's soulful with two L's. Email me. Let me know whatever questions you have. We'll jump on a no pressure phone call. It's truly my purpose, my dharma, my mission to serve you. And there are so many people in the world right now who are living separate from their purpose, separate from their divinity, separate from what they're here, what they've been meant to do. And the way that this presents itself to you is in discomfort, dissatisfaction, anxiety, depression, frustration, health problems. All of these things are symptoms of you not being centered in your purpose. Okay. It's my superpower to awaken you to your greatness and to help you structure a lifestyle that makes it easy for you to live it day in and day out. All right. I love you so much. Send me that email. Let me know your questions. I am here for you. And together we're going to create a life that is going to honestly blow you and your loved ones away. I love you so much. Hope you have a great day. Whoops. One more thing before you go. If you enjoyed the episode, which I'm of course assuming that you did, please go ahead, open up your Apple podcast app, type in soulful warrior podcast and give us that big juicy five-star rating so that more people can hear the message that they are not alone and that their dreams and inner peace are worth fighting for. I would love to continue to develop our friendship by having you learn all about my personal life and joining my email list. Okay, obviously, it's not just about my personal life, but I do use my raw personal experiences to share tips, tricks, and lessons to support you to live a more soulful, self actualized life. Go to soulfulwarrior.com, two L's in the full, to sign up to get those soulful nuggets being sent to your inbox. You can also follow me on Facebook as Sophie Dalton and on Instagram as Soulful Warrior Podcast. All the links are in the show notes to make it super easy for you to click on over and join the party. Thanks again so much for signing yourself up for the Soulful Warrior journey. The more people we have on this earth living more fulfilled, awesome lives, the better our world will be. I'm sending you all my love and thank you again for showing up for yourself.